Hello and welcome to Say a Little Prayer Nigeria. My name is Sharon Tanko and I am your host. A common question every individual has asked himself at one point in time is who am I? The second most common question being who do I want to be? These two questions are what this season is all about. Together with the Holy Ghost and by the grace of God, we will explore who we are and our capacity to fulfill who that is. Now, we already know that we as believers have been called to love. But what does God say in us that he would have this unwavering expectation of us? I do hope that you take the time to listen this season and that as you do, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Listen and be blessed. Hello and welcome back. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Um, I think it's truly splendid that you would choose to spend this evening with Jesus, you know, also known as the love of your life. Well, at least that's who he is to me. Tonight, we're going to be dealing straight away with the question of the season. Who are you? But before we begin, shall we say a little prayer? Heavenly Father, please open the eyes of our understanding that we may hear, really hear tonight, what you wish to communicate with us. In Jesus' name, it shall be so. Many years ago, when I was 15, someone asked me this question, who are you? Um, I'm not sure who it was, maybe it was my mom, maybe it was a teacher, but I remember that they asked me to think, to really think about this because it was important. And I did. I spent two months contemplating this question. At, at that time I was on vacation. I pondered and I pondered and I ended up writing um, a philosophical nonsense poem of sorts, you know, that made no damn sense because I didn't know the answer to that question. Now, two years after that, and I thought I had the answer, but it was still nonsense because I never took the time to learn who I am. See, I knew as clear as day who I was, who I had been, but that wasn't the question, was it? I... I felt stupid when it dawned on me, and I feel stupid every time I forget and then suddenly remember who I am. The funny thing is, I'm a church baby. I've had a Bible with me practically since I popped out of the womb. If I had just opened up the first page of the first book, I would have had the answer that eluded me for years. So that's what we're going to start off with. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 then God said and this is the amplified version once again then God said let us father son and holy spirit make man in our image according to our likeness not physical but a spiritual personality and moral likeness and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea the birds of the air the cattle and over the entire earth and over everything that creeps on the earth Today's focus is the speaking man. 
Now, I only just saw this, really saw this, so I'm going to digress and I'm going to follow where the Spirit is leading. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And I'm going to go little by little, piece by piece, so that we can fully grasp what it is that he's saying. Now, thank God that the Amplified Bible makes it easy, really easy, and you don't have to really explain the eternal nature of the Holy Trinity. The omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscience God had been ready for us, for you, since before he formed the first man. That Jesus did not obtain his fallen man from before he came through Mary does not mean that he did not exist before then. He has always existed. The lamb that broke the seals and purchased us with his blood, you know, because of him we have no debts. But let's not lose track. The Trinity has always been. The Trinity is, the, is, is, is three versions of the same spirit. Three versions for three purposes, but it's the same spirit, the same exact spirit. It's not a clone. Just the same spirit existing in three different ways. You have God as the Father, I am who I am. God as the Son of Man, because man sinned, and therefore only man can pay for his sins. No, no one in their right mind is going to hold a goat accountable for a man's transgressions. No one. And then there is God as the Holy Spirit, a version of this eternal spirit that can live in us, the restored man. Now this three-in-one eternal spirit has always existed and will always, always exist. This will never change. He will always be the way he has always been, even before heaven was formed. Now, you can ask all the philosophical questions that you want. If this one spirit exists, is it possible that there are others? Was this spirit made by another spirit? Blah, 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 blah. But as far as I'm concerned, that is not relevant to me for two reasons. One, those are questions that I am physically incapable of even comprehending if Jesus chose to indulge me. This fallen body does not have the capacity to follow such grand, glamorous, ostentatious explanations. We are barely consciously using 10% of our brains as is. Why on earth would I include unnecessary stress? Now, the second reason, even if the answers to those two questions were yes and yes, how does it change anything? God is still the one who made me, who planned for me, thought of me, died for me, rose for me. He's still the one that loves me. He saved me, that has given me his undivided attention, has given me everything that he is, everything. He didn't just give me the best. He didn't give me his best. He gave me his all, all of him. He gave it all to me for all of eternity. So for all eternity, I will belong to him. And everything that he did for me, he did for you too. So what are you looking for again? He is the only way, no other way but him. What else? Are you looking what could you possibly be looking for you know there are a million and one other questions actually relevant to you than this I don't even need to ever see you to know this you cannot exist without having questions 
especially as Christians, because we know that we're made for a purpose. Finding out what that is and maintaining the course will require asking and confirming at least a hundred years worth of questions, whether trivial or actual. Being in a constant state of prayer, that means being in constant communication with God. Even the questions that you didn't know that you had, he'll answer them. If you take the time to search yourself, you'll find out that this is actually true. Now back to Genesis 1.26. Then God said, Let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man in our image and according to our likeness. He wasn't just talking about the physical body here. He was talking about likeness. FYI, when Adam fell, he fell out of the glory of God that he was clothed in. The you that you see physically when you look into the mirror was not the you that he created. This is the result of the fall. For example, uh, a patient with HIV AIDS will morph over time from looking like what we would consider a healthy young person to look like to looking like someone that is clearly, unmistakably disease-ridden. Sin took us out of the glory and into death. As we are now, it's not as we should be. But you wouldn't really understand that until the rapture and the resurrection of the saints, where we would see what this body ought to look like. But if you want a sneak peek, you could go to the book of Revelations, you know, chapter 1, where John describes Jesus. Because Jesus is still a man. That is what man looks like, or at least ought to look like anyways. But that's neither here nor there. I'm here to talk about his likeness. What does that mean? Let us make man in our own image after our likeness. He's not just referring to the body and the spirit. He's referring to the character. If you've ever heard these words before, um, ah, you are just like your father or you are just like your mother, you know that they're not referring to physical features. You look like is very different from you are like. You look like is a comparison of physical features, the nose, the eyes, the ears, even the teeth, maybe the smile, physical. But you are like, on the other hand, is more of a comparison of characteristics. You're angry like, laughing like, speaking like, walking like, talking like. There is a likeness of character. Now, God already said that he made us in his image. So physical and spiritual image is already catered to here. And he doesn't make mistakes, which means that the word in here is actually accurate. He gave us eight broad examples of his character before he even made man with similar characteristics so that we would know exactly what he meant. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 and God said and it was so. Genesis chapter 1 verse 6 and God said and it was so. Genesis 1 9 then God said and it was so. Genesis 1.11, so God said, and it was so. Genesis 1.14, then God said, and it was so. Genesis 1.20, then God said, and it was so. Genesis 1.24, then God said, and it was so. Genesis 1.26, then God said, 
let us make man in our own image and according to our likeness. And it was so. This is his character. He speaks and it is so. When we gave our lives to Christ, his spirit, the Holy Spirit rushed right into us and our dead spirits latched onto, onto the life that is this Holy Spirit so perfectly that there is no demarcation between where our spirit ends and where his begins and vice versa. So we got his image down there. But the thing that confuses Christians is the whole dead spirit bit. See, the believer's spirit is attached to God. So now it looks like it should have looked. But God never changed his word. He never took it back. Uh, how, how do I explain this? Um, the, the spirit in the unbeliever is dead. But it has the ability to, to look, to, to, to be alive. The same thing can be said about the likeness. Our spirits were dead to God. Our likeness was dead to God. But this death did not stop the spirit from having capacity or our likeness from having ability. See, um, the way our spirit was disconnected from God was the way our likeness was disconnected from God. It was not that it could not function. It was just that it could only function in death. So, if the dead spirit did not have capacity for control, look at it. The madman of Gennesaret would have never approached Jesus in the first place. All those legions of demons in, inside him would have either destroyed him or run far, far, far away from Jesus. Look at it. 2,000 swine. 2,000 swine could not handle what was in that one man's body. I mean, just think about it. Even on top of all those wretched demons, he still had moments of lucidity. So yeah, the dead spirit still has ability. So the likeness in a fallen man still has the ability even after the fall. God never took away man's ability to call for things that be not as though they were. Terrible, tragic, horrendous things have happened because try as man did, and some really, really tried. There was no God in them. At most, he was among them. But until Jesus ascended, he was never within us. And God is good. So if good is not in you, then what will you say? Now, we have been restored to God. Our spirits are similar and compatible. Our likeness can now function as it should. Not to destruction, but to life. So, who are you? You are a man who can speak life into existence. That's an aspect of who you are. One made in the likeness of God. His character is your character. It's our character. He speaks and it is so. We speak and it is so. Be very careful and conscious of what you see. What's our spirit? And their life whether it's in a song or it's a joke leave nothing hanging in the atmosphere if I really like a song but I don't agree with the words in the song I adjust the lyrics to suit me and then I can sing it okay remembering my own lyrics the version of the song that I can sing that would agree with my spirit that will not 
leave me fighting for my life on one street corner like that. I won't sing when I don't want in my life. Because the spirit is action, 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 action. No dull moments. Because this is how we were created. To speak and to see results. I'll end it here tonight. Shall we say a little prayer? Please repeat after me. Heavenly Father, the great I am, thank you for taking us to the beginning. Thank you for showing us from the start how we were and how we should be. Help us, Lord, to remember what you just told us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, that's it for this week. Um, I know, I know, I know I said that we would be focused mainly on the book of Ephesians. But God told me to start from the beginning and then he led me here. This, this night did not go as I planned. And honestly, I couldn't be more grateful or more honored than this. Please, I beseech you, please pay attention to this word today. Something tells me that it is about to play a really big part in your life. Not just this season, but your life personally. So pray without season. Until next Tuesday by 8pm, the Lord bless you. Good night. My name is Sharon Tanko and I hope you were blessed by this sermon and that it opened your heart to new knowledge from our Father. For those of you who haven't taken that vital step in accepting Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, but would like to do so now, please say this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I know that you went to the cross and died for me. I know that on the third day you rose. I know you did this because you love me. You showed me a deeper love, a love that goes beyond dying and into overcoming death. And now, knowing this, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my life today, sweet Lord, so that I may be one with the Father. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your forgiveness. And I thank you for this great love. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, thank you and welcome to the kingdom of God. My brother, my sister, God will have his way with you. Yet. Now, if you would like to reach out to me, feel free to do so at Say a Little Prayer Nigeria. That is Say a Little Prayer NG both on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to share and pray with you. If you want to learn more beyond the podcast, you can visit my pastor, Reverend Delison Tanko, both on Facebook and on YouTube. His, his preaching is easy to follow and it's easier still to grasp and have a deeper, more precise understanding of our Heavenly Father. If this podcast has inspired you and you feel the need to sow a seed into it, you can give an offering at 0140-323659. That is 0140-323659. Guaranteed Trust Bank. 
or you can give at 151-1321-721. That is 151-1321-721 at Access Bank. God bless you as you give. God bless you as you give. Now, don't forget to say a little prayer for you and your loved ones. Thank you and stay blessed.